All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help you understand why he screams at the TV during a game. And trust me, if he was a Panthers fan, oh, he was screaming. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at SportsGalPal, and of course, on SportsGalPal.com. And happy we survived the 2015-2016 football season culmination with the Super Bowl that was kind of lackluster to a lot of people, but I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was a great game. And what I thought was going to happen did not happen. Broncos brought it. Peyton Manning played like crap. I'm going to say it out loud, and if you don't like it, well, guess what? Get your own podcast, or you can email me, Ramona, at SportsGalPal, and tell me while I'm wrong. But to help me break down all of this is one of my best friends in the entire world. He is the host of the amazing Trivial Warfare podcast. You guys have heard me on that. I have heard You've heard me talk about it. You need to get on there, become a warhead. It's amazing, but it's Jonathan Oaks. Jonathan, what up? Hey, Ramona. How you doing? I'm great. How, how are you? I am fantastic. You know, I watched that Super Bowl, and I thought Manning looked pretty much like he did all year. Like crap. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the dude, I'm not looking at the stats, but I think he had nine touchdowns to 17 interceptions this year. So he actually probably played better in the Super Bowl than he did in most of the games this year. He did 23 attempts during the Super Bowl, 13 completions, 141 yards. He was a game manager. And, but that's what he's really good at. Let's be perfectly honest with you. But without that defense, without particularly Von Miller, that stud, oh my God. He was amazing against the Patriots, and he was amazing against the Panthers, and gave Cam Newton a fit. He was, uh, do you, th- he was a stud, obviously, right? Did they even block him? No. I saw them put like one tackle out on him who'd give him a chip and literally just run around him. Seriously, Von Miller, um, let's see, he had five tackles, he had two and a half sacks, just ridiculous, just ridiculous, um, just amazing, and he deserved that MVP, he won that game. DeMarcus Ware, not to be overlooked, um, three tackles, two attempts, and he had um, like two sacks. So You know, that the, the people who should get a lot of credit, though, are uh, those interior guys, Malik Jackson. I don't remember Wolf's first name, but Jackson and Wolf, the defensive tackles, they are a really talented combo, and they are eating up blocks in there and freeing those guys to do what they do. Yeah, and looking at um, you know the other side of the ball, I mean, fumbles, turnovers caused the game. Cam Newton had two. He lost two. Um, Mike Tolbert had two fumbles. He lost one. He recovered one. You know, so it just it was not a happy game. So what did you think was going to happen when you were – what was your prediction? What did you expect? I thought the Panthers would win. I thought that because the Broncos had not seen a quarterback like Cam Newton. Cam Newton is a freak of nature. Let's be perfectly honest with you. The guy is absolutely stacked. He's amazing. He's that running quarterback. But the problem is, is that the Broncos defense is a stop-the-run defense. They have the best run defense they've had it all season long. And the Panthers are a running team, and people forgot that. I forgot that. And they rely a lot on Cam's legs. Well, guess what? 
the Broncos did exactly what the Broncos needed to do. They stopped Cam from running. They kept him in the pocket. And I kept saying, you keep him in the pocket. He's not happy there. He doesn't like to be there. He wants to be free to roam. That's why he wears the funky pants. So, you know, he likes to <laughs> run around. <laughs> like a tiger in the jungle. And pretty much, and they trapped him. And that, and that's what happened. So um, they took it. You know, he's been good out. from the pocket all year, though. He has, so, but he's better. I mean, the thing he, that they did different. He's, the thing that they did different, it seemed like, is that they covered well. They didn't let Ted Ginn run free, you know? They actually covered him. Yeah, and again, Greg Olson was like not even existent. You're right. I didn't you're I think they had Talib on him. Yeah, and Talib well, he's a dweeb. But, you know, he was very good. <laughs> you know, but he is a dweeb. But yeah, Greg Olson only had forty one yards. I mean wow. you know, that there you go. Uh, only four receptions the entire game. That's that's not normal. You know, after the first quarter, I thought to myself, I think I made a mistake because I picked the Panthers too. And after the first quarter, I realized the Broncos are playing like they've been here before. Because they had. And the, and the Panthers are playing like like scared, not scared, but mistake laden. Right. I think the nerves got to them. And, you know, I said that during my previews I had. I had two great preview guests. There's this great podcast called Captain Broncos Postgame Boozecast. I have not listened to today's episode. They may not have even published it because they were probably so drunk. Um, but they are amazing. It's a great podcast. If you're into the Broncos, definitely listen to him. He's a, he's a good guy. And um, he came on my podcast to do the preview. And one of the things I said to the advantage of the Broncos is that they've been here before. Like the majority of the guys had been there two years ago and they remember what it was like to lose. And and you do have Peyton Manning and Cam, while he has been in high pressure situations before, a BCS championship is nothing to scoff at. Winning a Heisman, you know, he he understands pressure. This is completely different. You're you're a hundred percent right. He this was the it, it. How do I say this? It happened so quickly that that strip sack fumble touchdown. I think that one play got him put him in a funk, and he didn't act or look or feel the same the entire rest of the game. I agree. And the rest of the year he had played loose, even after they lost to um, Atlanta and then the second half of the um, their playoff game against the, the Seahawks. Those are the only two times you saw him rattled until last night. And just the fact that, again, he felt trapped. And that's what I mean by keeping him in the pocket. It's not necessarily that he's not a good pocket passer. He's a great pocket passer when that's what he wants to do. The fact is he didn't want to throw when he had to throw. He was forced to. He was forced to do things he wasn't comfortable with. He didn't have a multitude of options that he had had all year long and that's why he played so poorly he's not used to that he doesn't like that and it's going to stew with him for a while yeah oh and well you could tell it was stewing with him last night after the game when in the press conference huh yeah let's talk about that what are your feelings on that i i've heard a couple of people say that he was hearing chris harris's interview i think his name's chris harris chris harris jr something like that um he was hearing his interview and brag, hearing him brag like in the room over. And so that's why he shut up and left. I think that people are being a little hard on him. He did talk. He did say that they, they, the other team played better. And when things started to overwhelm him a little bit or when things started to get emotional for him, instead of lashing out or instead of being immature about it, he removed himself from the situation. I don't... I, I don't think it was great, but I'd much rather do that than than start saying stupid things. So I actually didn't have a problem with it. I didn't either. And I think people are forgetting this guy is 26 years old. 
if I am judged on the decisions I made at tw- my mid-20s, we're all in trouble. I mean, you know, that that's a decade of experience because I'm a decade older um, or almost. But, um, yeah, I, I'm so th- – this whole season, everybody's like, I hate the way he celebrates. I hate the way – Jonathan, I'm going to put you on pause one second. We're okay. a little behind baseball. My husband is coughing. And Uh-oh. I'm going to kick him out of the room. Because he's coughing. Gals he's in the coughing. closet with you? He's not in the closet with me. There's not enough room. Let's be honest. <laughs> Six foot seven, for God's sakes. Jonathan's met him in real life. Jonathan's going to see him in a couple weeks. So. Oh, honey, if you're going to cough, go outside. He's wearing. Please? Thank you. I might leave this whole section in. Because why not? Because that's oh, wow. Way. No, I mean, you know what? That's I'm, how you roll? You know what it is? Because my audience. So, Jonathan, it's interesting. My audience, I figured out, it's all men, and they're all, like, married, and <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to win any con- podcasting awards anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> that's funny. But it's true. <laughs> that's not true. I have one. Well, you know, I think yeah, you're but... right, though. Uh, going back. Yeah. Let, let's go back to the I think you're topic. right, though. Going back to Cam, he is 26. I think the people who are hating on him for that are the same people who were offended by his celebrations. But I tell you, you know, the thing that I just don't get is when I compare his dabbing celebration to Aaron Rodgers' championship belt celebration. Or Kaepernick uh, kissing his bicep. The championship belt celebration is much more out there, in my opinion, than anybody else's. So Absolutely. I don't get it. Tom Brady jumps on people, you know, and they do the high five. I mean, you know, and that's the thing because it's so different because it's a young guy because they see that they're having like so much fun that they think they're not taking it seriously. I think that they reminded us that this is fun, that this yes. game is fun, that, that he's having a blast out there. He's doing what all of us, well, maybe not me specifically, but a lot of people wish they could do and that's get paid to play football. And he brings joy to it. And yesterday wasn't joyful. And I think he had an honest human emotion. You know what? When I have a crappy day at work, the last thing I want to do is talk about the reasons why right after Oh, my gosh. Yes. While the people next to you are celebrating. Yeah. So, like, you know, again, let's say that you work for like two. Yeah. Imagine that you are at work. And seriously, there are two sales teams. And, you know, you're up against them and they're, you know, they're your competitors and they win. And then you're expected to immediately debrief right after you find out that they got like a major contract and they get to go to Disney World on a huge, awesome trip. And they get to literally pour drinks on top of people and that's allowed and no one's going to get in trouble for it. And they get cool jewelry and a trophy and confetti while you're over here like going, man. And not only that, but I found out that Cam Newton is going to be taxed like a ton for just being in California. Like all the major, all the athletes in the um the thing california has this thing called like a um they call it a jock tax where because they're actually doing work in california yeah. they'll be taxed i'm like that's crazy he doesn't even live in california wow okay he, he's getting paid in the place they're they're game checks so he's not getting paid he gets taxed at his home rate at his home games that's crazy though that's why the players like to come to florida I don't blame them. Yay, Florida. No taxes at all. No state taxes? No state taxes at all. <laughs> you have to do tourists and old people, but still. Hey, it's nice and warm. It is nice and warm. It is nice and warm. So, yeah, I, you know, I thought the Super Bowl was good. I didn't mind. Like the, People are like, oh, it was boring. I thought that, you know, looking at the defense against Cam, it was very interesting to watch. I didn't think it was boring at all. I think the, the Broncos' defense was amazing to watch. No, I think it's people who are casual fans. 
that wanted like Cam Newton to throw balls all day long. And, and that's, that's what I've realized. It was interesting too. I was there with, um, we held a Super Bowl party at my house and I had some girlfriends there. And once again, it's like they, they were chatting about things like they're like, I don't like the celebrations and we don't like this. We don't like that. And I'm like, have you even watched all the football? You, you haven't. So it's really odd to me after this first year of me podcasting, like fully through a full like sports season and it being the biggest sport in America, the NFL, how much differently my perception is of the game than it would have been last year. It's funny how the people who aren't really watching regularly are criticizing. And it's like, you know what? I'm not really interested in your criticism. You don't pay attention to it. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I've, I've now watched this for a zillion weeks and I've seen almost every down cam has played and it just was a bad game. It just, he had a bad game. And I, I don't know if it wasn't that they were prepared. I think they were prepared. I just think that defense was just really good and they had two weeks to prepare for him. I a hundred percent agree. And you know what? A little bit of credit to the Broncos offensive line. That was a patchwork offensive line all year. And I'm not saying Manning was awesome or anything, but he didn't get affected like Cam did by the Broncos defense. So obviously they were doing something right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just yes. Yes. So um, other news um, from this weekend, of course, Cam got MVP, which he rightfully deserved. I've been he saying deserved it all it. season long. People were like, no, he, they don't, he doesn't deserve it. I'm like, no, he deserved it. So mm-hmm. there is that. And then looking at um, the other cool thing that happened this, this weekend was the um, 2016 Hall of Fame class was announced. Um, so I'm going to, um, and every time I use NFL.com, they always like pop up videos. So I'm trying to make sure, okay, it won't pop up, but <laughs> not that you guys would hear it. Um, because I'm not that cool. Like there are some podcasters that like, you guys have heard me on Dennis Farrell show and all of a sudden he'll like play something. He, everybody can hear it at once. He's got a really cool setup. I have a laptop and a microphone and that's how I roll. And my you have a mouth. I, well, that's a given. Um, so, so sing us, sing us an intro. No. <laughs> Definitely not, Jonathan, you silly man. All right. Um, looking at some of the ones that they got right. Brett Favre, Kevin Green, Tony Dungy, Dungy Marvin Harrison, and Orlando Pace all got in. Um, Eddie DeBarlow Bartlow Jr., um, Dick Sample, and then Ken Stabler. So, yes. So, um, first thing is, there was no T.O., that makes me no. very sad because I do love the Terrell Owens. He made me, yes, fall in love with football. He was one of the ones. What? Wait. <laughs> Next question. What? T.O. made you fall in yeah. love with football? Well, I loved it before. Um, but I, okay, so growing up, I liked the San Francisco 49ers because everybody did because Jerry, you know, Jerry Wright and all of them were so great. Sure. And, um, you know, in my teenage years, I kind of watched, but not really because I was busy and, and other things. But there was this guy named T.O. and he started doing cool things with Sharpies. I'm like, who's that guy? Well, then he got traded to the Eagles. And I was like, I already kind of like the Eagles because it was not my dad's team. And I was born in Philadelphia. Well, all of a sudden, I really liked the Eagles then. So, yes, I do have a Terrell Owens jersey in my plethora of jerseys that I will bring out. Wow. When, he was traded, when he was traded to the Cowboys or when he signed with the Cowboys, I would wear, when we played the Cowboys, I would always wear that jersey. You know, that T.O. has literally one of my favorite NFL quotes of all time. You know, the NFL, they have maybe 10 really awesome, memorable quotes from, from playoffs to, to you want to crown them, crown them. But T.O. saying... That's, that, that's my, my quarterback. quarterback, man. That's my quarterback. That yeah. is one of the greatest moments 
from NFL films. That is so funny. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely it was. And um, so, yeah, I, um, Brett Favre, obviously that was a given. Um, but you had some interesting comments about Ken Stabler finally getting in. Like, it was long overdue. You know, it it's really actually upsetting to me. So, as you get older, I think you think about death more. You think about life and, and what you accomplish, et cetera, right? And Ken Stabler died earlier this year, two months ago, round about that. And they put him in the Hall of Fame two months after he died. Now, my problem is this. If he was good enough to be a Hall of Famer this year, why wasn't he good enough to be a Hall of Famer five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? When he can enjoy it. The guy can't enjoy it. He can't, uh, he can't celebrate it. He did something amazing. He had a great career, and he's going to be honored in the Hall of Fame for, until the Hall of Fame is no more, whenever that, whenever that horrible event happens, right? Right. And he doesn't know. No. He didn't experience it. What made him worth it after he died? And why can't we get our act together so that when these people are around to experience it, that we give them the honor that, that they've deserved. That's my problem with what the NFL did here. I, I'm really upset about it for him and his family. I agree. I agree. And I think that it's a shame because, again, it's kind of like Junior Seau, you know, kind of the same thing. Like, yes. you know, it's the same kind of a thing. Or um, there's been a couple of them where, you know, the children are, are going to collect the trophies now and do the speeches and hear the, yes. the words and all. And it's just, it's a shame, really. I think that the way that they handle the Hall of Fame, and this is in all sports, to be perfectly honest, um, is just a little political, to you say know, the least. In, in baseball, I think they... They did it right with Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett died unexpectedly um, soon after his retirement. I think I'm remembering this correctly. And they waived the five-year rule for Kirby Puckett. Right. And he got in early. And it was already after his death. There was nothing they could do about that. But they didn't make it – they didn't draw it out, right? But to draw it out like this, baseball's terrible at it. They put people in 15 years after. It's like if they were good enough 15 years after, why weren't they good enough in year one? Because they're just baseball's baseball. Well, football's football too, apparently, because they just <laughs> did it to Ken Stabler. They did, and it is a shame. And I think, honestly, because he died, that's the reason he got in. Do you think so? Do oh, you think he wouldn't yeah. have got in if he hadn't died? No. That makes it even worse. I'm just saying. Because it was Gosh. already, it was a very crowded cast this year. Yeah, there's a lot of guys on this on this of row guys. of people. It was a lot of guys, a lot of good guys, like Marvin Harrison, who should have been nominated last year, um, but he got in this year. Um, let's see who else. Brett Favre. I'm so happy for Tony Dungy. I Tony Dungy's he's. A lot of people forget that it was his team that he built that really John Gruden took to a Super Bowl, and people the, forget that a lot. Absolutely, Tony Dungy is one of the best role models in the NFL. Uh, and with our with with race relations the way they are with with e even you see it now with the Cam Newton arguments and that kind of stuff. Tony Dungy is the kind of guy that I wish got more credit for being who he is because he's awesome. 
He is awesome, and I think that he's underappreciated for what he did, and particularly um, getting the Colts a Super Bowl. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I say that because now that you see the nonsense of their owners and all the drama that happens with that team, I'm just like, it's a miracle Peyton had the career he had. So it just, yeah, and again, and Brett Favre, as much as I really just don't like the guy. Oh, yeah. He's a tool. But he had, (laughs) yes. He sent, He's got the worst commercials out right now, he too. he sent dick pics, okay? I mean... Just, oh, did he? I didn't know yes, about this. you didn't know about this? He like, sent dick pics to like the team massage therapist when he was at the Jets. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh. Dude, oh. Exactly. Exactly. Just Okay, guys, I'm going to give you a little tip of advice. Unless the woman asks for it, and not many of them do... Do not send pictures of your dick, okay? Because Let me give you better advice. Don't do it even if they ask for it. Show him in person. Yeah, sure. Just saying. Yeah, no, I mean, this is More the thing. fun. Well, <laughs> depends on what you're about to do with it. Well, they asked for it. <laughs> if the woman asked for it, yeah. But then, yeah, if she's asking for it and it's there, yeah, yeah. And again, it's always Valentine's Day, so hey. 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 Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, I'm happy with the class overall. Um, you know, no complaints. I think, I mean, again, T.O. being left out, but it was already a credit class anyway. So, you know, there's two people in here with issues, though. You had um, you had Marvin Harrison. Right. Like, he shot a guy outside of a nightclub a few years back, didn't he? If I'm not crazy, I remember that. And DeBardlo, didn't he have all kinds of things where he actually got. Um, removed from his position with the team due to some problems he was uh, dealing with? I don't know. No? I don't remember and I don't I'm, recall. I'm pretty sure that he did. Let me click his Wikipedia page. And we'll oh, yeah, see. let's check this out. I'm pretty sure Financial that... Financial and legal troubles. 1991. See, my memory's not that bad. So the family-owned Pittsburgh Penguins national hockey team to assist the corporation in the aftermath of the real estate collapse of 1987. Yes. Let's see, there were shopping malls, things like that. Oh, 1992, he was accused of sexual assault. There you go. Let's see, um, he was never charged, but reportedly paid $200,000 to settle the case out of court. He was involved in the 1998 corruption case of former Louisiana Governor Edwin Edwards. He pleaded guilty to the charge of of failing to report a felony and received a $1 million fine and two years probation in return for his testimony against Edwards. Um, Wow. He was fined by the NFL and barred from active control of the 49ers for one year. That's what That's it is. That's what I remember. Yep. Yes. So there's that. And then Harrison, if you click over there, I'm pretty sure that he, he straight up shot a guy. I've heard I've heard that Marvin that's not, Harrison's... That's not going to keep Ray Rice out of the... Um... Yeah, it is. It's kept him out of the league. Well, not Ray Rice. I meant Ray Lewis. I always get the two of them mixed up. So oh, Ray, Ray Lewis didn't shoot anybody. Man, that story. <laughs> uh, anyway, Marvin Harrison, I've heard that he's like not a good dude. Connections to shooting was... incidents. Yeah, but he was connected to Peyton Manning, and so everybody thought he was a good dude. Well, it's Peyton Manning. So these guys both got in the Hall of Fame. Um, while they were alive, they got to enjoy it. Poor Ken Stabler. Poor Ken Stabler. <sighs> <Well>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> how do they even, like, how does he even, because um, they normally pose for the bust. I guess they got to use pictures. They're going to have to. Interesting. That's the whole thing. You should do that. That should be an excellent question on Trivia Warfare. How many NFL Hall of Famers have have died before they got into the Hall of Fame? Oh wow. That that would be a good You know, it might be a lot though, because they have that that veterans committee that comes in later 
I don't know. I feel like since like 1995 or something. Like something recent. Well, there you go. Yeah, That's just a do good a time question. Time. I'm just telling you. Yes. See. Give you credit for that one. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about your podcast. I have been on. Your podcast is doing like amazing things lately. Like your numbers are great. Um, I'm in the trivia. I am personally in the trivia warfare group, though I don't really participate that much because Facebook for me is a lot of work um, for a lot of different reasons because I'm involved in some other groups and things that I have, I'm actually paid to be in. And, and really trivia scares me. Some of those questions, like, 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 there's that one guy today, he, like, numbers them. I'm like, where do you find the time to write down all this? A lot of them number them. There's two or three guys who do that. It's becoming the thing to do because they noticed I do a question of the day, right? Yeah. And somebody will get it within, like, two minutes. And it's like, well, that was nice. They've taken over your group, which is great for you. It's exactly what I wanted. Yeah, and it's not a lot of people in there, per se. It's just the right people. We have we have eighty people in the group. Probably one. Oh, that's right. We have a new one today. Yeah. Um. Probably less than half of that is active, but there's a good twenty five to thirty people who are active, active, and twenty five to thirty people playing around on Facebook, throwing trivia at each other is a lot of fun. Yes. Yes, so I am the featured one of the featured people today on a new concept that you're doing within your show. You want to tell Galpal Nation about that? Yeah, well, so uh, we were talking about different ways to get attention, to, to make the show stand out, and March Madness is coming up, and I thought to myself, you know, I have a bunch of listeners who always kind of drop me hints and email. They're always like, you know, I'd love to come on the show if you ever have a space, or I don't know if you let people on, but I'd love to give it a try. And so I wanted to find a way to get my listeners involved, and I came up with the idea of, well, you know what? March Madness is coming up. Why don't we do a tournament? We could throw a bracket together and have different listeners go against different listeners to see who comes out on top. And you, my friend, are one of the listeners on this week's episode, no less. I am. I am. And I went up against your big brother, Bob. I put you up against Bob. <laughs> now, so Bob... But I thought Bob and you were very evenly matched. Yes. And you guys had a real, a heck of a contest. We did. We did. And not only that, but just, especially as I listened back to the episode today, um, we're not going to reveal what happens. You guys really need to listen to it. But some of the stuff we came up with, I'm still so mad about certain ones. And I made noises. <laughs> so why don't we, without revealing everything, um, how did you feel about the Edgar Allan Poe question? I'm still so mad at me about that. I'm <laughs> so, so mad. Because it goes against, again, like I said on the show, you know, it's a very UVA thing to know about Edgar Allan Poe because he was a student at Virginia. We still have, you know, he lived on the lawn, for God's sakes. He's buried near there. I mean, just Raven Society. I was nominated for that as, a, as an undergrad. So, you know, for me, missing that and I'm just going to say, just, just just not knowing that right away was like, still, I think that's the noise I made. That's and exactly also, I'm mad did. about the, the last question, just because I'm mad at myself, and I'm mad about the fact that the way it went down. So now you, it was, um, the question was, the TV was based on television. It was a television category. Yes. And apparently, you're pretty good at television. I know. Maybe we, if we do an all-TV show, I will come on. 
Really? So you're 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 strong in TV. Obviously, who knew? Because <laughs> that's the thing. Like you think, like when you're just listening to the show, you're like, yeah, okay, I know this answer, this answer. When you're playing it, it's so different. It's so different because you're like, you're just trying to rack your brain and remember stuff. Like like wait till you get to one that's based on a former a co- I am um, class I took in college. Apparently that was. Do you think that's so in the group? There's, Rock right, lab. So, yeah. So um, in the group, in the Facebook group, um, Nick Superling. You guys have heard him. He's on Inside the Jungle. He, you know, um, he does the um, Cincinnati Bengals podcast. He's been on my show. He's terrific, and he's a big fan of Trivial Warfare, like huge fan. And so um, he apparently claims, and I trust him because he's he's the super fan of your show. You would agree. Oh, definitely. He's king of the warheads. And he um, said that I gave the best answer ever. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's, it's that one based on Rock Lab. No, 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 no. You think it's no, that other one that's, you're talking it's, about? <laughs> it's the one based on the philosopher. <laughs> that sucks. I am terrible at philosophy, <laughs> That was the best answer ever. <laughs> I mean, when I realized what you answered, I've listened to that show probably four times doing editing and all that. I have laughed at that every single time. Time. I'm I'm surprised at some point when you make t-shirts, you're totally going to put that on a t-shirt. Aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Best wrong answer ever. That one, that one, and and Bob's answer. That was hilarious. The the because so uh, I'm not going to go through the whole show, it. right? Yeah, I can talk about it though. Well, I mean, we can talk about it. Yeah, it's but, just a, it's just it's like a spoiler. So yeah. spoiler alert. Spoiler. So if you don't want to listen, you've been warned. Okay. So Bob answered a question. That had to start with B, and he answered it with the word obsidian. <laughs> so it's like, okay, that's not only wrong, that's terrible. Not and, only that, but I talked myself into the right answer. <laughs> and and so um I realized after I was kind of picking on him, and I realized, you know, if you'd have started that word with a B, it would have been Bob Sidian. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a better answer. It would have been a better answer because at least it would have made sense. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. You guys, you guys were hilarious. You were so much fun. I I, t- I do what I can. I I don't um yeah. But 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 seriously, the bath salts. That was so <laughs> I'm like, no way, that's bath salts. That's the big baths. And I tried to make you feel like you were making something up too. I if you listen back to it, the way I used my voice. Yeah. I was kind of picking on you, even though I knew you nailed it. I know, but I would have been really mad if I talked myself out of it and then like that would have been hilarious. Oh, that was so wonderful. You guys did great. Chris and Joel, so the way we're doing the shows is uh they're shorter games. We usually do a standard pub quiz setup where it's uh, 18 questions spread over six rounds and then a midpoint and a final. But for you guys, I did, I'm doing games that are 10 questions long with a final. And so I'm doing two of those contests per show and we're going to wrap this whole thing up in like seven shows. It's going to be awesome. And then, you know, the person who wins the tournament gets to go head to head with me. Nice. Yes. So I'm actually kind of glad. Okay. So again, spoiler alert. I, we were tied going to the final question and I nailed the final question. Like no question, like immediately boom, 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 boom. I locked in. It was awesome. And I did not wager enough points. No. 
I was so upset. You, and you really did nail that question too. You you sounded like if I'd have thrown ten more shows in there, you would have got them too. I mean, you answered it quickly. Yeah, it was really easy. It was really easy. Mm. I was really mad too when he was like, "I was like, don't get Murphy Brown right," and he got it, and you saw my face. I was like, "No!" <laughs> I didn't think that was an easy question. No, apparently was very easy. I. I uh, they were all easy questions. That 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 final. Like where was that final during the go- during the all sports crossover? Yeah, where well, was that? Yeah, I wonder where that was. Mm. Still, I still have like nightmares of that of Harry Potter. Where are the wrestling questions? Where well, are the wrestling questions? Well, you tried to ask for more rock questions. <laughs> that was an homage to the Podvader. <laughs> that was like an inside <laughs> Easter egg. People who listen to your show enough and have listened to my episode with Podvader are like, oh, okay, she's just making a joke based on Podvader. Yeah, I, I had a feeling you were doing that too. But, yes, no, but it's a lot of fun. I think it's a cool way to celebrate March Madness, and I'm glad football's over so I can fully concentrate on it because I would like to galpal nation you know that i love the college um basketball uva is ranked in the top 10 we are above north carolina that is always a good thing we're starting to play very well hopefully we beat Hokies tomorrow because if we lose if the Hokies sweep us i will never hear the end of it in virginia so dear god uva get your stuff together and defend home like you've never defended home before knock them out knock them by the tail feathers they don't like basketball in blacksburg so but yeah, so I'm thinking of of creating a listener bracket bracket tournament with like prizes and stuff. Are you really? I really am. How are you going to determine who wins and loses? Well, I think it's going to be straight up like points, just like a normal bracket challenge. You put, fill out a bracket, and whoever gets you get oh, points per okay. round. Oh yeah, you get points per round for moving on, and then the person, and then there's a tiebreaker of the final, and then the, the score. And then um, whoever wins will win the grand prize, whatever that might be. So, Galpal Nation, if you want in, you need to email me, Ramona at sportsgalpal.com. Enter. I will put you on the list so that when I do it and create my league, we can um, get you set up. But very, very exciting. We might have a couple of celebrity podcasting um, people filling out brackets, too, because you never know. Because March Madness is a happy time of year, Jonathan. It really. I think is. it's a great idea. I think so too. Plus, it's my happy place. I love basketball. Are you gonna? I'm, this might create more work for Ramona. But are you going to post the scores after each round so people know where they stand? Of course I am because oh. we need the trash talk and we need to know. So yeah, so gals and pals. If you want to go up against the Gal Pal and everybody else in Gal Pal Nation, watch it. Only like four people will sign up. But that's okay. <laughs> and <laughs> that's you all still you lose. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine two people sign up and they both beat you? <laughs> that's the way it's going to happen, Jonathan. That's exactly what's going to happen. Yes. Well, you wouldn't be the first one to have something <laughs> embarrassing happen to you based on your show. I still remember picking the Jaguars to go eight and eight before the season. Well, so, well, we all have our stories. Well, you know what? They're looking on the up and up. They're yeah, on the get... up and up. They might increase to six wins this year. Yay, us. Hey, positive baby steps. No, I've learned You're that You're the God... best fantasy football quarterback in all of the land. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've learned that on the seventh day, God didn't rest. He created Jaguar fans and said, let them suffer. That's, that's basically what happened. Wow, that's really like. We're the Jaguars. You know what's going to happen? Seriously, I Bortles, Bortles is going to get hurt in in um, training camp, out for the year, 
and we're going to suck again. That's well, that's what we do. Well, you did break your brand new um, rookie, like, was it third? Exactly. First, Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler got broken. I remember when that happened, I texted you, you broke him already. You just got him. Didn't even touch him. No. That's why we can't have nice things. No, no. You guys, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, this Jonathan Oaks. You can find him um, trivialwarfare.com. Jonathan, if they want to find out more about you and your show, where should they go? They should go to trivialwarfare.com, just like you said. Well, That's you know, the you're best on Twitter place. too, and then the Facebook group. Oh, so yeah. Uh, if you want to look at us at Twitter, we are at Trivial Warfare. Facebook backslash Trivial. Actually, just search Trivial Warfare Army in the uh, search bar in Facebook, and that's the best way to find us. If you join the group, you just you ask to join. I'll let you in, and you can play along. We yes. all have a lot of fun. Yes, my husband is in that group. He sometimes um, will pop in and out uh, asking questions every once in a while. When he uh, when he plays, he's pretty good. He is pretty good. Um, if you want, I'm sure I could probably convince him to. Um, Come on! If you ever do like couples trivia, that could be kind of. Oh fun. my gosh, let's let's settle let's settle an argument. We'll have the wife versus the husband. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. We could put him. I'm trying to think logistically. I could put him upstairs with the Logitech headset, and you know he could do that. And then you know I'm here in the closet, and we'd be completely separated. So you know, it could work. You never know. <laughs> you never know until you try. He's never been on a podcast before, so he could be terrible. How you come could, you've never had him on yours? I've thought about it, but I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. I, you know, it's it's odd because I don't really like. Again, the show started out with me like trying to convince wives to watch sports. Well, I found out it's no wives listening. It's all boys. All men listen to the sports gal pal. Galpal Nation. I'm, I'm is, shocked. Is very, if, I am though. I'm completely shocked, and and like it's 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 I, I was not expecting it. So let me think here. Ninety five percent of the people who like sports are guys. Hmm. I wonder which people are going to listen to a sports podcast. Yeah, but it's a sports podcast by a girl. And I don't know. Guys love talking to girls. That's true. It's it's in it's uh it's built into us. It's built into you guys that you need to talk to girls and talk to girls about sports. Both. Or is that just a bonus? Bonus. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm awesome. All right, that's Jonathan Oaks. Again, you can follow him. It's at Trivial Warfare. He's one of my best pals in the entire world. Yay, Jonathan. And thanks for having me on your show. Uh, thanks for coming, and I look forward to seeing you down in Tampa in a couple of weeks. That's right. I'll be in Tampa speaking at podfest.us. You can get more information there if you want to learn about podcasting. It's going to be a great event with great podcasters, and it's in Florida in the winter. Enough said. So, again, you can check that out. It's podfest.us for more information. And, again, make sure you hit up Jonathan at Trivial Warfare. It's TrivialWarfare.com. He's part of the Blog Talk Radio family of podcasts. So we're going to lay that out there so Pod Vader knows I did my job. Yay, <laughs> Blog Talk Radio. All right, gals and pals, we'll see you next time. Bye. That was very good, Jonathan. Thank you. Thank you. I had fun. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com.